What is up, guys? So today we are going over the fourth week of August. That is the 21st through the 26th. So that means we have one more week after this before we get to assessments. We have one more week of these themes. We obviously finish our progressions this week, going into next week for the assessment. But we do have five weeks in August. So the themes carry over. We got powerlifting as the electricity discipline, plumbing as the system, body weight as the virtuosity, girls as the fun, and then deadlift and lactic tolerance as your assessment. So let's see how that shakes out for this fourth week. We got sets of two for deadlift, finishing up our progression here. Then we have Bulgarian split squats and back squats to finish out the week. So pretty leg heavy on the strength this week, but that is by design because we have some pretty upper body heavy workouts here. We got wall walks on Monday. We got Cindy does have air squats, but you guys know pull-ups, push-ups are going to be the limiter here. And these are going to definitely get some work that upper body again, getting a lot of work this week. We got ring rows here and then we have push press here. So a lot of upper body work in the actual workouts. And we do have some in the extra credit here, but let's go ahead and hop into Monday for that final deadlift progression and a pretty cool wall walk box jump and kettlebell swing workout. But first we will of course warm up. We got three rounds, eight glute bridges at two, one, two, one tempo, six wall slides into three rounds of 16 shoulder taps on the box going or going to the ground, or you can start on the box and then go to the ground. It's up to you. Again, we're just warming up. There's no RX, so you can do whatever feels best, and then 12 kettlebell deadlifts to finish off those rounds. Before we get into our strength, our last deadlift session before assessments, so we'll review deadlift, and then we have 15 minutes to build to a heavy set of two in four sets for blue, purple, and brown. For orange and yellow and white, we're accumulating four to six sets of five deadlifts, just trying to go a little bit heavier than we've gone in the past couple weeks, but always, especially for these early levels, focused on technique and consistent movement pattern, making sure we're engaging the correct muscles to stabilize, hitting a full lockout, and every rep looks exactly the same. That's our priority for these levels here. Not so much weight, but if we do add weight, that's also a plus. And then we'll get into our workout here. Starting with our movement review, of course, we will review wall walks because those are a pain and those are pretty difficult if we're not doing them correctly so we'll spend a good amount of time there before we get into this breathe and burn workout the goal here is sub 15 minutes levels considerations are upper body push kettlebell and api the workout is behind the ball and we have four time five four three two one wall walks and 15 box jumps at 24 and 20 and 21 russian kettlebell swings at 70 and 53 so a little bit heavier but after these deadlifts those should feel pretty good at purple same thing for the wall walks, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then we got 15 box jumps at 24 and 20 and 21 Russian kettlebell swings at 53 and 35. At blue, we have 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 piked walks. So those are just walking out to a plank with your feet on the box, walking back up to a piked position. So a pseudo wall walk, just so we're getting the reps in. So sometimes we'll do low rep wall walks for these earlier levels. Sometimes we'll do the piked walks. We're just adding a little bit of variation for them because it gets tiring just doing one wall walk, max effort every round, right? And then going through and doing a bunch of reps of box jumps and kettlebell swings. So mixing it up a little bit for those earlier levels so that they're getting a, a little more variety of stimulus as opposed to just a half wall walk. And then after those piked walks, we got 12 box jumps at 24 and 20. 
21 Russian kettlebell swings at 53 and 35 to finish off the rounds. At orange, we have 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 piked walks again, 12 box jumps at 20 and 16, and 18 Russian kettlebell swings at 35 and 26. At yellow, we have 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 shoulder taps times 2, so that's 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. We could have just put the 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. I think we we're just trying to keep the notation the same. So that might be different in chip. So just be on the lookout for that. It might say 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. But they are doing shoulder taps instead of piked walks. And then we have 12 box step ups at 20 and 16 and 15 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18. At white, we have those shoulder taps again at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 times 2. 12 plate step ups and 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12. Shoulder taps can be to a box as needed for this earliest level. So of course, this workout is going to come down to those wall walks. So make sure we are taking our time on those early on. You're going to feel good going into that set of five. So smooth and steady. Don't rush through those. Put a ton of time under tension on your shoulders. Get a quick rest between reps. Steady pace through the box jumps. And then same thing on the set of four and three. Quick rest. Shake the arms out between each rep. That way we're able to keep it moving on the these last two sets. I'm sure you guys already know people do wall walks. They always feel easy to start. And then all of a sudden... They fall off a cliff, and now we're crawling slowly up the wall. We want to avoid that in this workout, if at all possible, especially with these larger sets up front. So just be very adamant that they take their rest in between those reps, and they're not just trying to slam through the set of five and four as fast as they can, because that will lead to a slow crawl up the wall on these later rounds. And after that, we will get into our extra credit bodybuilding and strongman work here four sets for quality 12 dual kettlebell rows and then a 50 meter kettlebell front rack carry with both kettlebells so working on a little bit of lat activation lat hypertrophy and then core stability we try to keep carries in every week i think we've pretty much been doing that just because it's so good at teaching core engagement stability and just overall body awareness right holding a weight in your hand or on your shoulder creates a ton of body awareness, especially when you have to move with it. So that will be your Monday. We'll go ahead and get into Tuesday. So Tuesday, we have an EMOM here. After that heavy deadlift and really intense workout with wall walks and some heavy kettlebell swings, we take it down a notch here. Mostly low impact. We got some kettlebell front rack march or carry as well in there, row and bike. So much more low impact after a hard day, deadlifting, wall walking, kettlebell swinging, all that good stuff. But before we get to that, we will warm up. We got an eight-minute eight minute EMOM to warm up with. We got 50 seconds of row or bike easy, 10-second transition, 50 seconds of bodybuilders, 10-second transition, 50 seconds of Ben Hollow Rock, 20-second transition, and then 30 seconds of lizard stretch on each side. So taking up that full minute for the stretching to open up those hip flexors particularly after yesterday hip flexors tend to get tight anytime we hinge because of the counteracting stability the what is antagonist muscle is also activated when you are doing movements that use the other side of the body that's a whole rabbit hole we don't need to get into but trust me you do need to open up those hip flexors after some heavy deadlifts and then we'll get into our workout prep and movement review. We will start with a strict leg raise review and then review front rack carry and front rack hold with the kettlebell. Before we get into this breathe and burn workout levels, considerations are neurological and core. 
just core on this one. The workout is pizza party and we have four total reps. 16 minute EMOM alternating between 40 seconds on and 20 seconds off of strict leg raises, row or bike, arch hold, and single arm kettlebell front rack carry or march. So if you don't have the space to do a carry or you'd rather them stay inside, they can just march in place. As long as their hips are staying stable, you're going to get the same exact response out of that that you would the carry. At purple, same exact thing, 16 minutes, 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. Strict leg raises, rower bike, arch hold, and then a single arm kettlebell front rack march or carry. At blue, we change the strict leg raises to strict knee raises. Then the rower bike, arch hold, and a single arm kettlebell front rack march or carry. At orange, same exact thing as blue, strict knee raises, rower bike, arch hold, single arm kettlebell front rack march or carry. At yellow, we switch to lying knee raises, rower bike, arch hold, and single arm kettlebell front rack march or carry stay the same. At white, we're exactly the same, lying knee raises, rower bike, arch hold, and then a single arm kettlebell front rack march or carry. So just like with any other EMOM, consistency is the key to this one. So looking for the same amount of reps on the leg raises on every minute, same amount of calories, holding the arch hold for the entire 40 seconds, smooth and consistent march or carry for 40 seconds on that front rack march or carry. So really emphasizing consistency here, not just trying to get as many reps as you can right off the bat, really tight movement on those leg raises. Make sure we're tucking those hips at the top so we're utilizing the entirety of the rectus abdominis there. We're not just swinging the legs up and using all hip flexor and then maintaining a nice, consistent, deliberate pace on the rower bike. It could be very easy to go a little too hard on that, right? 40 seconds isn't a long time, but it's definitely long enough to put yourself in a bad spot on the rower bike. And then for the single arm kettlebell front rack, march or carry, we're gonna go as heavy as possible while still maintaining a good position for the entire 40 seconds. So that's obviously gonna be different for all levels, but there will be some blue levels that do the same weight as the purple, some orange that do the same weight as the blue, so on and so forth. We didn't want to RX a weight for a movement like this that's more stability and even size-based, right? If you're a larger dude holding a 53-pound kettlebell in the front rack, isn't nearly as difficult, even if you're an orange level, as it would be for a smaller dude who's a blue level because of that, you know, that weight pushing up against the, the kettlebell, or weight holding up the kettlebell, rather, either way you look at it. But then we'll get down into the core accessory after that. We got three sets, 10 kettlebell side bends on the left side, and then a 15 to 20 second starfish side plank on the left side, and then we do the same thing on the right side. That will be the same all the way through. We can go to a box for white and yellow as needed. So starfish plank is just the leg up. For the earlier levels, it might just be a little bit up. For the later levels, we want to try to get a full starfish going. But we just want to introduce a different, again, stimulus, different type of stabilizing position, something we don't do very often, even for these earlier levels. And any of the levels can go to a box as needed if they're having a hard time stabilizing. But do your best to do it straight on the ground. And again, leg height is going to vary from level to level. And then extra credit here, we do have our last lactic tolerance practice here in the extra credit. Three sets, 15-second max air bike, eight thrusters at test weight, and eight pull-ups, resting three minutes between rounds, trying to maintain our effort throughout. 
So just getting us used to being uncomfortable after the air bike, getting into the thrusters and pull-ups, these should be unbroken if you are shooting for a good score on Fran or the lactic tolerance test. Now you can prescribe this however you want, right? You can, if you have a, an athlete who just wants to level up their lactic tolerance, they've been having a really hard time. That's all they want to do. You can sub this in for the workout today because it is a low impact workout. You can slot that in and then do the core accessory after that way. They're really prioritizing that lactic tolerance practice, but otherwise because of how this day is, you can throw this in at the end. No problem. And that will do it for Tuesday. Let's go ahead and get into Wednesday. So Wednesday we have everyone's favorite Bulgarian split squats and then a pretty fun girl workout, Cindy. We haven't done this one in a while. We've mixed in rounds of Cindy here and there with some different workouts, but we haven't done a straight up Cindy in a few years, I think. when I was I, I had a hard time even finding it when I was looking for comparable scaling. So this will be a nice refresher into that crossfit world, original CrossFit world. But first, before we get into any of that, we will warm up. We got two rounds, 150 meter row and 10 air squats into two rounds of five scat pull-ups at a 2-1-2-1 tempo and 15 banded tricep extensions into two rounds of push up, 10 push-ups, either to a box or on the ground, or you can start on the box, go to the ground, just like the mountain climbers we had a few days ago. And then five ATG split squats on each side, and they can use a an upright to balance as needed or a plate under the heel to help with that knee flexion towards the end range of motion. And that'll get us nicely set up for the Bulgarian split squat. So we'll start with the Bulgarian split squat review. Make sure everyone knows how to get into the correct position. Nobody's foot is too far out or too close. We want to find that sweet spot that mimics a squat position. So knee will go out a little bit over the toe. You don't want to straight 90 degrees on that knee. We should be going out a little bit over the toe, just like we would on a back squat. And we want it to be fairly comfortable going down. So adjust the height of the back leg as needed. More advanced athletes can have the foot higher and lean a little more forward into that front leg, but that will probably be mostly for black and red athletes. For earlier athletes, probably knee height at the highest for that back leg. I like to go even mid shin for most of the athletes, especially because that's where we test from. But again, you can adjust that as needed. If they're a very advanced athlete, leg strength through the roof, you can definitely adjust the height of the back leg to help put a little more emphasis on that down foot. So after we review, get all that situated, we have 15 minutes to accumulate four to six sets of eight Bulgarian split squats. That's going to be the same through orange. At yellow and white, we do regular, or at yellow rather, we do regular split squats, no elevated back foot. And at white, we have goblet squats, just working on that base leg strength and range of motion. And then after that, we'll get into our workout prep and movement review. We'll review each movement quickly because we do have a 20-minute workout, breathe and burn workout rather, to get into. Levels considerations are upper body pull and upper body push. The goal here is 12 plus rounds. The workout is Cindy. And we have 20 minutes of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats. At purple, we have three pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats. At blue, we have five jumping pull-ups, eight or five push-ups, and 15 air squats. At orange, we have five jumping pull-ups, eight box push-ups, and 12 air squats. At yellow, we have four jumping pull-ups, six box push-ups, and 10 air squats. And at white, we have four jumping pull-ups, six box push-ups, and eight air squats. 
So I'm sure you guys, especially everyone listening, have done Cindy too many times to count. And we all know Cindy is very deceiving, especially with these push-ups right in the middle. So what I would do, especially for blue, purple, brown, break up the push-ups, quick sets of five. Don't try, try to go 10 straight through just to satisfy your ego. Break it up into quick sets of five. That way you're able to continuously move for the 20 minutes and we're not stopping once we hit that sixth, seventh round and we're doing doubles or singles of push-ups, right? That's the death of this workout when you get to doubles or singles on these push-ups. I've seen it before. I'm sure you guys have seen it. I'm, some of you probably have experienced it. We do want to go unbroken on the pull-ups. We do want to go straight through on the air squats, but the push-ups can be broken up and should be broken up, particularly for these later levels here, blue, purple especially, and maybe even brown, depending on the athlete. Black and red athletes should be going unbroken and putting the pedal down the entire time. And they'll be much more on the breathe side of this workout. Most of these athletes, though, will be on the burn side of this workout, so we want to mitigate that a little bit by breaking up those push-ups. And then after that, we'll get into some extra credit. We got some aerobic recovery, five minutes of jog, row, or bike at a conversational pace and a two-minute stretch in between for three to five rounds or whatever you have time for. And that will do it for Wednesday, moving right along into Thursday here. So Thursday, we have a pretty cool workout deadlifts and med ball sit-ups going into some hang power cleans and double unders but first we will of course warm up we got tabatas for our warm-up tabata alternating between banded good mornings nice and slow and single unders into a tabata of russian kettlebell swings and mountain climbers starting on a box as needed and going to the ground as necessary and then we'll go into our workout prep and movement review since we do have double unders and cleans in this workout we will spend a ton of time here on movement review. It does allow for a lot of teaching moments here, which is nice. Sometimes we don't do that a lot. The day before, we go right from Bulgarian split squats into a 20-minute workout. Not too much time for teaching, but then we have our Thursday. Ton of time for teaching on some very technically demanding movements with the double unders and clean progressions. And then after the clean progressions, they can build to their workout weight. It shouldn't be too heavy for these athletes, but we still want to take our time and make sure everyone is feeling very good about their movement. And then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout levels. Considerations are deadlift, weightlifting, and neurological and core. Goal here is five plus rounds on that AMRAP. The workout is fake plant, and we have 20 minutes of 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Deadlifts at 115 and 85. Med ball sit-ups at 20 and 14 directly into an AMRAP of eight hang power cleans at the same weight and 35 double unders in remaining time. And then at purple, we have 25, 20, 15, 10, 5 deadlifts at 95 and 65, med ball sit-ups at 20 and 14, directly into an AMRAP of eight hang power cleans and 35 double unders, hang power cleans at the same weight. At blue, same rep scheme, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, deadlifts at 75 and 55, and med ball sit-ups at 20 and 14, directly into an AMRAP of 8 hang power cleans, and then 25 double unders or 50 single unders. At orange, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5 for deadlifts at 65 and 45, and med ball sit-ups at 14 and 10. Then we go directly into an AMRAP of 8 hang power cleans at the same weight, and 35 single unders. At yellow, 
We have 25, 20, 15, 10, 5 of kettlebell deadlifts at 26 and 18 and anchored sit-ups directly into an AMRAP of 8 Russian kettlebell swings and 35 single unders. At white, we have 15, 12, 9, 6, 3, so a little bit different, lower volume for this earliest level of kettlebell deadlifts at 18 and 12 and anchored sit-ups. And then we go directly into an AMRAP of 8 Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12 and 20 low plate step-ups just to reduce impact a little bit because we just did a bunch of jumping pull-ups here. So we don't want to have these earliest athletes, your greenest athletes, jumping that much two days in a row. So low plate step-ups will still get the same metabolic response that single unders will, consistent movement, using the legs a little bit without the impact of jumping. So for this workout, the ideal is that we have 10 minutes going into the second part. So we need to move smooth and steady through this unbroken smooth deadlifts, unbroken smooth med ball sit-ups, and smooth is the key, right? Because we do have 20 minutes, so you don't want to go max effort here and then drag on this AMRAP portion, barely get three rounds. We do want to move at a deliberate and smooth pace. That way we are able to consistently move through the AMRAP after we finish this up. So unbroken all the way throughout. Everything should be unbroken all the way throughout. No reason to put the Hank Power Cleans down or the double unders. Just be conscious of grip fatigue as we go through. This weight's going to feel super light for the deadlifts. After this many reps, you might start to feel it a little bit, and you'll definitely feel it once we get down in the Hank Power Cleans. So I would probably hook grip these deadlifts right away. Just save that grip from the jump and then quick shake out after every set of hang power cleans before you start those double unders. And then extra credit, we have some bodybuilding slash strongman. This is really just bodybuilding. We'll change that right here. And we have four sets for quality, 12 single arm dumbbell press on the right side, and then 15 dumbbell lateral raises on the same side. And then we'll do the same thing on the left side. So weight should be proportionate to the movement. We shouldn't use the same weight for both of these. A little bit heavier on the dumbbell press, making sure we're loading the shoulder properly. You can be seated or standing for this. It's up to you. But for the lateral raise, make sure you're standing, ideally holding on to a post so that you can counterbalance the weight and we're not swinging. And make sure this weight is pretty light so that you're able to move through range of motion without struggling and actually engaging the medial delt. We're not shrugging the weight halfway up and just swinging through. Right, That would render the movement pointless because the weight isn't heavy enough to load the trap. And then we're just swinging through, not really creating any tension in that delt. So very important that we emphasize that on the lateral raise. And that will do it for Thursday. We'll roll right into Friday here. So Friday we have our back squats and then a ring row and front squat workout with a little bit of running in there as well. But first, we will start with a warm-up. we got 400-meter run, followed by two rounds of 10 air squats, and then into goblet squats in the second round, and 10 ring scat pulls, and then two rounds of 16 walking lunges and 30 seconds of arch hold before we get into our back squats. So we'll start with a back squat review, and then we got 15 minutes to accumulate four to six sets of three back squats for blue, purple, and brown. You can build to a heavy or just work on consistent movement if your legs and back are feeling it from earlier in the week. That's why we don't have build to a heavy on these. But if they are feeling good, go for it. Totally fine. Orange is accumulating four to six sets of five back squats. 
Yellow, same thing. And then white, we're doing five back squats to a box. So for these earliest levels, just like we talked about with every other movement, consistency is the key. Movement pattern is the key. Making sure that they are looking very good before we put any noticeable weight on the bar, right? Particularly for a back squat, loading on the back, loading the spine that way. We want to make sure they are very capable of bracing, moving consistently through range of motion, and not hitching or stuttering at any moment in that movement. So after our back squats, we will get into our workout prep and movement review. We'll review ring rows, going back to some ring scat pulls, and then a couple ring rows, just really emphasizing lat engagement. So driving the elbow down towards the hip, making sure the shoulders stay down the entire time so the lat stays active. If you allow the shoulders to raise up, the lat has to deactivate for the shoulders to raise up, right? That's just common sense. Lat is attached underneath the humerus there. So make sure that everyone keeps their shoulders down, driving the elbows down and back towards the hip, really squeezing at the top, even in the workout. I know this workout is for rounds and reps, but muscle engagement, consistency of movement always takes precedent over score. And then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout levels. Considerations are squat endurance, and that is it. The goal here is six plus rounds. The workout is laundry basket. And we have 18 minutes of nine ring rows, 18 front squats at 65 and 45 and a 200 meter run. At purple, we have nine ring rows, 18 front squats and 45 at 45 and 35 and a 200 meter run. At blue, we have nine ring rows, 15 front squats at 45 and 35 and a 200 meter run. At orange, we have 18 minutes of nine ring rows, 15 front squats at 35 and 25 and a 200 meter run. At yellow, we have eight ring rows, 15 goblet squats at 26 and 18 in a 200-meter run. And then at white, we have six ring rows, 10 air squats, and a 200-meter run. So on this one, obviously, muscular burn is going to come into play with these two movements. Of course, make sure that we are moving consistently through these, not rushing the movement, really emphasizing that muscle engagement, even on the front squats, staying nice and upright, driving through the ball of the foot, hitting those quads nicely, and then a deliberate pace on that run, get the heart rate up a little bit, and then rinse and repeat for 18 minutes. Quality of the ring rows and front squats should remain the same throughout. That's the goal. Obviously, might have to break up those ring rows as we go. We should not have to break up the front squats, just suffer through the burn. No reason to put the weight down. Ring rows, a little bit of a different story, right? The muscles will fatigue a little bit differently, upper body muscles tend to fatigue a lot quicker and this is a relatively higher load than that front squat but the run should be about the same time on every single round so make sure we're setting ourselves up for that from the beginning we don't sprint that 200 meter run and then jog the rest we want to be somewhere in between that for the entire 18 minutes and then we'll get into our extra credit here we've got some mobility we got three sets one minute couch stretch on each side one minute pigeon on each side one minute extended child's pose, and then a one minute T-spine reach through on each side. So three sets of that or whatever you have time for. And of course you can add any position or SMR that you feel you need to get you through the final day of the week. So we'll get into that day Saturday. We're going to do a partner workout here. We have been mixing in more partner workouts. I like the alternating round partner workouts the best. I'm sure you guys have noticed that just because they get the full set of push press bodybuilders in a row. We're not splitting up push press pull-ups into 
random sets they're having to go straight through. That's the reason I like it. You can always switch this to split up however they want, but it does work best as an alternating workout. And then we have some shoulder accessory to finish off the day, but first we will warm up. We got two rounds of rolling, so a nice little game to start. We don't mix this in too often, but since we do have rowing today and it is partner workout, this fits very nicely. We have all of the instructions here. If you guys don't want to do the rolling game, you can just specify a distance, probably 150 meters for each partner to go through. And then getting into three rounds with a PVC pipe of 10 snatch grip high pulls, 10 pass-throughs, 10 behind-the-neck presses, and 20 seconds of tricep and lat stretch just to run these shoulders through a plethora of range of motion and different activation before we get into this workout prep and movement review for the push press. And we'll keep those PVC pipes for the review with the push press and then grab the barbells after that to make sure everyone is looking and feeling very good. So then we'll build to workout weight and practice a little bit with that weight before we get into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are upper body push, and that is it for that push press weight. The goal here is sub 15 minutes, and the workout is course correction. And we have 10 rounds in partners of 10 push press at 115.85, 10 bodybuilders and 150 meter row, alternating rounds. So a partner will do an entire round, tag their other partner in, they'll do an entire round. So it's five rounds each. 10 rounds total. At purple, we have 10 push press at 95 and 65, 10 bodybuilders and 150 meter row, alternating rounds. At blue, we have 10 push press at 75 and 55, 10 bodybuilders, 150 meter row, alternating rounds. At orange, we have 10 push press at 65, 45, 10 bodybuilders and 150 meter row, alternating rounds. At yellow, we have eight dumbbell push press at 20 and 15, eight bodybuilders and 150 meter row alternating rounds and then at white we have six dumbbell push press at 15 and 10 six bodybuilders and 150 meter row alternating rounds and of course bodybuilders can be to a box for this earliest level as needed so because we do get that one-to-one -one rest we can push it pretty hard on this so we want to make sure we're still hitting crisp reps on our push press full lockout controlled descent making sure every rep looks exactly the same. Then we're blasting through these bodybuilders and this row, tagging our partner in, and just trying to beat them a little bit more on every single round. So that's the goal. A little bit of gamesmanship here, a little bit of, not gamesmanship so much, but a little bit of competition between partners who can move the fastest through each round, who can do the best-looking push press each round, all that stuff. Also why I like alternating rounds, a little bit of competition between the partners. But make sure we are prioritizing movement quality and consistency over everything. And then once you have that down, you can work on speed and how fast you can get through those movements. And after that, we do have some shoulder accessory to finish off the week. We got three to four sets of 10 banded external rotations each side, 10 prisoner rotations, and then 10 pow raises on each side. That's going to be the same for every level. Band tension and weight for the power raise will obviously change depending on shoulder health mostly and level. So make sure the power raise particularly is super light. That way you can move smooth through range of motion and hit that end range of motion, which is very important in that particular movement. So we have three to four sets of that, and then we have some accessory to finish, some bodybuilding. we got four sets, 10 dumbbell Arnold Z-Press. So this is seated legs straight out, no momentum, little stability other than your core, right? We're sitting right on the ground. 
So it really emphasizes stability and drive through the shoulder, and then 15 dumbbell reverse flies after that. So a little bit heavier on the Arnold presses, a little bit lighter on the reverse flies. That way we're getting that shoulder engagement that we're looking for, and we should be hitting these unbroken sets fairly easily through the first three sets. That last set should be pretty difficult if we chosen the correct weight. Difficult, but still doable through full range of motion with tight technique. Always the most important. So that'll do it for your fourth week of August, leading us into assessments next week. So make sure you are letting your members know that we do have assessments next week. Keep their eye on the prize in terms of that. And if you guys have any questions for me, please let me know. If you would like to be a part of the insider survey group, a little bit deeper survey, sit in on some programming meetings just to see how we put things together, cool stuff like that, please let me know. I'll put you on that list. We're going to cycle through people as much as we can so we have as many eyes on the programming as possible so that it's the best product for all of you guys and your members. If you're not wanting to be a part of the Insider Survey Group, I know you guys got a lot on your plate already, don't want to add anything else, then just please fill out the survey each week. Just give us your feedback. The more feedback we get, again, the better the product is that is coming to you guys. But other than that, again, questions, comments, concerns, please let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to you next time.